This is part one of a two-parter, a conversation with my friend Fyodor Chin, Fio for short. Fio is an actor, producer, director, writer. He's been in stuff like The Silent Sea, Hellbound, Sweet Home, and he's also known as the voice of Zenyatta in the Overwatch video game. But most importantly, for my purposes here, he is a longtime massive, massive Golden State Warriors fan. I've had him on the show before, and it's been too long, so decided to have him on again. We talk about a whole bunch of fun stuff. I won't even get into it. It's all in the show comments and the title of the episode. So sit tight, enjoy, and check out part two coming up very soon. Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I am joined once again. It's been a minute, man. I'm joined by my good friend, Fyodor Chin. What's up, Fio? What is happening, Patrick? And first of all, let me just say congratulations to you, to all of Dub Nation. Congrats. We did it. We did it. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm very happy to be back with you here. It's uh yeah, yeah, man. So, Fio, Fio is a longtime Warriors fan. He was on the show, I believe, early in the season, or maybe even like off season last year. I think it was like, uh, yeah, like it was like right season. before the season or something. Yeah, yeah, right before, yeah. And I remember you told me your mom, who was a nurse, took uh, Nate Thurman's blood. That's right. Uh, that's right. That's or drew right. his blood. Didn't like take it like right, right. yeah i shouldn't take it home with her but yeah 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 in the lab <laughs> big, although big you, could, yeah. you could uh, fetch a pretty penny for that um <laughs> yeah but, yeah but uh i've been wanting to have Theo back on the show you know he he messaged me he was so happy when the when the warriors won their fourth title in eight years mm-hmm. and i finally had a chance to have him on now and i want to ask you man like because i saw you on uh on instagram or, or twitter or something your illustrious in- instagram um, <laughs> and uh you were at chase center in the postseason what round which game and uh what was what was that like i was uh just fortunate just blessed enough to to have been at game two of the nba finals <laughs> oh damn yeah 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 and uh basically one of my boys uh from high school old old friend uh he's like like one of my you know like everyone has one like your richest friend <laughs> like this is my richest buddy yeah, you're uh, my richest friend <laughs> <laughs> so then by proxy yeah so you, you're one step away from this guy but he is uh uh he's yeah he owns his own company kind of thing but yeah um we grew up in the city still lives there uh, he is, I guess, um, like uh, Merrill Lynch is like on their client list. And so like, they have, you know, their whatever self, you know, uh, mm-hmm. section seats. And, uh, he was like, Hey man, I got two tickets, you know, game two, you want to you know, fly up? And I was like, yes. <laughs> you know? So basically, you know, he got them and like, you know, so free all that. And we were literally, I think about six rows up from the, from the floor. And, uh, you know, I never had, you know, seats like that before. Um, and they even have like this whole section in the back, like your own little suite where, you know, open bar, like 
you know, food, like catered food, like, you know, it was ridiculous. And it's definitely, I had the first time at Chase too. And so it, it definitely ruined me for, for any future, you know, visits, I think. But yeah, anyway, so beyond that, uh, you know, we were obviously, you know, you remember we were down, you know, oh one and mm-hmm. think, like, oh, this is, uh, you know, this could be bad. Like, you know, like this could be like not fun. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I remember I was, I was pretty nervous still, even I think maybe until, uh, that was when pool hit that, uh, that first, uh, to end the third quarter buzzer uh-huh. beer. Like, but I think up till then I was like, Oh, I don't know. You know, cause they were up, uh, game one too. Right. And then right. You know, Boston came back. So I was like, you know, eh. But uh, but then it turned out just be like yeah just a big celebration and uh, yeah it was it was yeah if I never go back to Chase like that would have been great you know a great time for sure but yeah it was it was terrific I I couldn't speak more highly of the play you know of what I've seen you know it's yeah it's brand spank spanking new and and uh, um you know the the, the big screens and stuff um, yeah yeah. But certainly from there too, like from our seats, man. Like I had so about six rows back, never been that close before. But it was like seeing it's different watching because, like you know, it's like you're at the playground or something. Like holy, you know, they're just the right. And it was yeah, but it was. And you really see, you really see how massive these dudes are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see the refs, and you're like, you know, are they midgets? And you're like, no, no, that's a regular size dude, you know. Were you on the player side or the side opposite the players? Uh, we were opposite the benches. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, the finals. I didn't even realize it was the finals, man. And <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. It was, l- luckily, it was a win, too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. How's the crowd, right? I mean, like, you know, you, you told me offline that you'd never been to a playoff game, especially during the dynasty run at Oracle. So mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of compare exactly. But you'd been to tons of yeah. games in Oakland. Yeah. I'm just curious personally because everybody talks about how the Chase Center crowd because yeah, uh-huh, you know, it's, right. it's San Francisco, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, like, San Francisco versus Oakland, you get that kind of like, oh, you bougie <laughs> and like this wine and cheese crowd and stuff. And so, like, certainly from you know, obviously, like where I was at, like, yeah, it's all the you know, <laughs> yeah. central, like just the richest dudes. It's you know, so it's like yeah, so it was kind of hard to gauge. Uh, like you know the the true makeup of the crowd, mm-hmm. um, but obviously you know I mean you know how the, what those seats were going for. It's like yeah, I think you know hardly anybody can afford to go, you know. But uh, but definitely you know outside and like um, on our way to the the stadium, it was still the same. I think just you know real diehard just warriors you know mm-hmm. uh, crowd um, and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard to say because I, I think it would probably be more representative to go to a regular season game and, you know, to see uh, just what exactly the makeup of the crowd is. How was the crowd noise overall? I'm assuming they were really loud during the good times, but like yeah, yeah. During, during the bad times, was it like sitting on their hands type deal? <laughs> like, oh, no, we might go down 0-2. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, I think they were... Uh, Everyone, yeah, everyone was pretty, pretty into it, and they were definitely, um, yeah. But the, you know, like I said, there was, at least for for my part, a little bit of nervous energy for sure. But uh, but I, I think um, 
I think they still kept it up pretty good. And, and certainly once they started to, you know, get it go, get rolling. What was your uh, favorite part of the whole experience, whether it was like before at the game or whatever stuff you crazy kids did afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we kept it pretty tame, but uh, uh, you know, I think, you know, like I mentioned that, that uh, when, when Jordan Poole hit that, uh, that buzzer beater at the end of third, you know, the, the three pointer there. And uh he, he looked over like at our side of the, uh, you know, cause he got looked over and kind of, point, you know, like he gave that look to the crowd and it was like, it was kind of, Oh, he's looking at us. You know, it was just, it was just awesome. It was, yeah, it was, it was a great feeling. To, to be yeah. There. Yeah. No, that's, that's fun, man. That's awesome. I gotta, yeah. I gotta find a, a new richest friend. If, uh, if, <laughs> yeah, you know, I tell you, man, you gotta, yeah, that's what you, <laughs> your bankers or lawyers, you know, just whatever you can, you know, Shouldn't have burned all those bridges, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So I've talked a bunch in the offseason since the title, since the parade, about the Warriors and the Rosh construction. And I definitely have stated my thoughts, opinions, hopes, dreams Mm -hmm. uh, on the show. But just from your perspective, like, how do you feel about where the Warriors are going? And how are you feeling about, you know, Seeing, I mean, free agency technically isn't done. Yeah, uh, uh, off season isn't over. But at this point, seeing how other teams are kind of forming, how do you feel about where the Warriors are right now? You know, I mean, I uh, I definitely feel a lot better with the last couple of signings, right? Uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, Jamichael Green, right, uh, mm-hmm. the most recent one, and uh, before that, the um, Dante Divincenzo. That's that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, and certainly the the losing uh, young glove there. Uh, you know, Gary Payne too. I think personally that one hurt the most. Yeah. And then like because yeah, I mean he was just such a great fit and such a great story. And you know he he there's a guy who really fits like you know the Warriors like mold. You know, like it's just you know. Uh, well, the tough, underdog, uh, underrated. Yeah, yeah, right, right. The whole uh, underdog mentality and like, you know, tough, smart players. Um, and yeah, but, you know, ultimately, Bob, in Bob Myers, we trust, you know, I, I mean, I, it's like, because honestly, you know, after uh, after 2019 there, where, you know, when, uh, you know, you, you, you lose KD, Clay goes down, you know, uh, you lose Steph, you lose Dre, Clay goes down again. You know, it, it felt like for a while there that I kept saying like, oh, these guys are like, they're snake bit almost. It's like, or it's like they had made a deal with the devil, you know, to win and to go on that first run. And now like he's coming to get his, due, you know, it, it yeah. looked really bad, you know? Well, and, I, I used to say like, there was like an Oakland curse once yeah, they left. Right, 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 right. Like right. last game, Clay tears his ACL, they lose. And then everything is snake bitten, whether it's right, the- right. Steph, Wiseman, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. All that. Certainly, I think the rest of the NBA had written them off. And, you know, even diehard fans like us, I was like, well, you know, if, if, if that was it, then, like, I'm, I was happy with, you know, what we got. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but Bob Myers, man, I mean, like, they had a plan. And and and, and it's it's been working. And so I, I definitely trust that, you know, losing, you know, great guys like Gary Payton and, and – um, you know, uh, Otto Porter, uh, mm-hmm. it, it just, it, it, they must've made the, the right call in terms of like, well, you know, how much is that worth 
you know, as far as like, you know, the luxury tax and all that, you know, can we find comparable guys for cheaper? And I think they did, you know, or at least, you know, on paper, I, it, um, I feel a lot better going into this next season now. And, and absolutely, you know, the plan always was to, you know, to bring up these, um, you know, the, the, the youngsters and, 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 you know, uh, GP2 and, and Otto Porter, like they were kind of meant to be temporary, you know, cause they were just kind of the stopgap until these guys developed and mm-hmm. it's looking like they are hopefully. And, you know, and then if that's, you know, if it works out, you know, he'll look like a genius again, you know, and, and I'm it's like, I have no reason to doubt him, you know, right now. So, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I definitely, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it was a bummer for sure, but he's a smart guy, you know, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel good about where they're at and any drop off, say, I mean, Dante DiVincenzo, if you want to, you know, comp him to Gary Payton the second, there's pluses and minuses to each of them. You definitely get a lot more on offense with yeah, DiVincenzo. Right, right. Uh, you lose some on ball defense, of course, yeah, and just yeah. dedication to, to the defense at point of attack but you know you you figure it out you know, right like right. the warriors they've figured stuff out nothing is ever set in stone teams evolve and with a team like this it's like you have those vets who are like standards right like they're yeah they're, yeah they're gonna be there and then you have the young guys right now and their standards and then filling in that middle gap and obviously like i always talk about how much i love homegrown talent and yeah how yes. big of a how big of a fan of like Kaminga, I was, you know, before, I mean, when he started mm-hmm. right before the G League, I've been studying up on him or reading and watching, uh, watching his highlights and, and then Wiseman as well. And as long as he's healthy, I think he has a chance, but yes. Yeah. For, That's for the me, big caveat. Yeah. 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 Huge caveat. <laughs> yeah. um, but for me, even with like Otto Porter Jr. and Jamichael Green. Uh, I've had some interesting interactions with people on YouTube, and mm-hmm. you know, it's all fair. It's like there are things that Otto Porter Jr. does better. There's things yeah. that he does worse than Jamichael Green. And in terms of age, Jamichael Green is a few years older, but Otto Porter Jr. is more injury prone over the mm-hmm. last several mm-hmm. years. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's there's things, and that's you know what it's about. You have a plan, and you execute that plan, and then you see where where um where everything you know play, how it all plays out there's 82 games you know yeah there's 82 yeah, games yeah. and the warriors they i mean as a fan like you know we look at these 82 games differently or at least we should than we did before the dynasty right 82 right. games is like oh let's see if we can get an all-star or if we can sniff the playoffs and if not let's see how how far we can tank now it's right. like Okay, the playoffs are a given. You know, we have our right, standard right, players. Right, right. Yeah. Let's let's like bring everybody along and get them ready for those final sixteen wins. Honestly, like right. that's, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's what you're that's, playing for, yeah. That's how it is. But that being said, you know, I've also talked a lot about all this Kevin Durant chatter. <laughs> yeah. Where do you where do you fall on that? Do you want KD back? First and foremost. <laughs> it you know, it seems well. I mean, it's funny that 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 was even like a legitimate question or like a legitimate thought now. But I mean, and not to knock him, I mean, yeah, he's still he's still absolutely one of the best players in the league. Um, but you know, I, I saw as soon as you know they 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 let 
Gary Payton the second go. Mm-hmm. There's no way they're going to mortgage their future again for to, just to bring back, you know, KD, who, who, yes, yeah, like sure it would be great, but you're not going to, it would, the, the, the cost would be just, you know, it would be un, untenable. What anyone would want, what Brooklyn would want back, it, it's, it's not, it's not yeah. worth it. Um, and plus, you know, and I still, I, I still love the guy, and obviously, you know, as a player, fantastic. But I think the other thing we were talking a bit about, just like you know, this the Warriors mold, the Warriors kind of mindset, the Warriors mentality. I don't, he, he I don't think he has it. You, you know, I mean, he's no. a little too. Um, you know, the guys on Twitter all the time, he's like got fake burner accounts and stuff. And he's like, that's not, you know, that's a level of petty that, you know, that goes beyond what any of the other guys have. And that, frankly, that's just too distracting to, you know, to, to the game, you know, and yeah. you just can't, you can't have that. Yeah. And, you know, again, I've talked about this before and I, you know, prefer not to get KD back, but I do have the caveat that, you know, I like to entertain. Here's the thing, like seeing those guys play basketball again, not in the sense that to see a reunion and relive the good Mm -hmm. old days, but it's just a very, very amazing, unique brand of basketball. And if that were to happen, that would be a plus for me just to see that. I don't necessarily want it. Um, But, you know, again, like uh, I've had some interesting comments and I have thought about, okay, well, what, would I be willing to give up? Who would I be willing to give up? So, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, let me let me throw a couple of scenarios out. To you. Okay, <laughs> okay, so uh, would you give up? Obviously, okay, Wiggins is a given because of salary, right, and position, right? Right, right, right. Okay, so let's just assume you wouldn't give up Pool, Kaminga, Moody, Wiseman uh-huh. all together, right? right? You wouldn't. Right. Okay. No, uh, and because you know, that's that's the future of your team. Like that's the next iteration right. of your team. The, yeah. The, all of a sudden, you're like the 2019 Warriors who were so top. 2018, 19 Warriors who were so top heavy, and then right. once a couple injuries happened, and then yeah. plus they're like four years older. So I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't do that at all. And let's just assume like picks. The few, the more players that you include, the fewer picks. But I won't. I won't talk picks. So if you would you give up. Uh, Wiggins, Poole, mm. and Kaminga. Oh, uh, I, no, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, like Wiggins, like for sure. I mean, obviously, because like Wiggins is essentially, yeah. You know, I mean, he took his place. Um, yeah, and yeah. obviously, he's you know not he's a lesser version, but you know, he's still pretty good. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, it would all, it all hinges on, on Wiggins. Yes. But you know, I would try. Well, well, what's your limit? Let me ask you, what is your limit? Your combination of guys. If, 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 if they would your do, best offer, they would do Wiggins and Wiseman. Maybe some picks or, something, or, or like cash or something. Like I, I would, I would think about. It, I think because like Wiseman is still, you know, that's the, like guy people, human beings. Just I think we we talked about this last time, but just like human beings aren't meant to be that big, you know, without getting injured. You know what I'm saying? Like you just you're not supposed to be that big, 
And and that's why I think it's always such a gamble on a big man because you just never know. You know, you just, it could be a Greg Oden situation. You know, because because people just aren't built to be. You know, they're not. We haven't evolved to the point where you know you can you know play eighty two games like that and not you know get injured. Yeah. I, yeah. So yeah. so yeah, I'd be willing to like yeah, why as good as he looks, you know, it's like he's still a big question mark. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't think they'd go for just Wiggins. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to happen. More back. Yeah. That's, that's not going to happen. Um, you know, I would, again, because I would prefer not doing the trade. Like, I'd be yeah. like, okay, Wiggins, uh, Moody. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, I just, I, as much as I like Poole and Moody, I would want to hold on to Wiseman and Kaminga more than the other two guys, to be honest. Obviously Kaminga. Obviously okay. Kaminga. Um and Poole, you know, uh you're gonna have to pay him. And again, this is me not I'm not trying to get rid of these guys, but just trying to think through this scenario. Right, 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 uh, right. You're gonna have to pay Poole. Uh Durant obviously fills a lot of the scoring load. Um yeah. and Wiseman is unique and I'm just attached to that guy. I'm a Stan. And then uh, Kaminga is, is just such a, uh, you know, uh, has such a high ceiling. Um, and then Moody, I think, because, you know, I mean, he has a lower ceiling. I love Moody, but yeah. I guess that's what that, if I had to give like a pseudo realistic offer that obviously the Nets would reject right away, no matter what, <laughs> it'd be like Wiggins, Poole and Moody, right? Like, right, right. And then picks and whatever. And I, I honestly think right. like the Nets would just be like, I'll get the hell out of here. Yeah. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major actions for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. I'm looking forward to all those Giants-Dodgers matchups because it's just one of the best rivalries in sports. So we'll see what the odds are for those. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. That being said, like, you know, right now there's like chatter about the Celtics being interested in KD. Uh, Me personally, I think every team, you know, the Warriors too, I think this is all about due diligence. If KD wants to kick kick the tires and you find out. Yeah. I think like, I'm guessing like the Nets leaked this because they were like, okay, let's, let's try to up the value or let's try to scare a team, maybe like the Warriors (laughs) to say like, okay, we're going to make the Celtics even better and then uh, move it. Or they're just trying to screw with the Celtics and be like, Oh hey, now you have to patch this relationship with Jalen Brown. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. But uh, uh, what do you think about that, Jay? If you're Boston, do you do, oh. you do that move? <laughs> I mean, I you know, I think it's like you said. You know, yeah. I guess every GM has to do their due diligence and just kind of check it out. But if they're honestly thinking about that, 
then they're a lot dumber than I, I, I thought they were. He's like, come on. Like that, that team, man, that's a good team. And like they are, yeah. you know, they are, they almost beat us. I like, and then honestly, you know, when we were down 0 1, and then, you know, and then, you know, uh, you know, 1 2, you know, I was like, this, because like by every, uh, just, um, measurable metric you know mm-hmm. i i i would say at least the starting five i think they were the better team i mean just in terms of physical metrics like you know they're younger they're they're, they're longer they're stronger um you know I, th- by those metrics you know they were the better team i i think and and uh but it's the intangibles like you know experience or you know hustle or whatever you know um that you know ultimately you know i think you know proved to be the difference but uh but yeah to obviously you know they they got some moves they got to make but uh you know the core of that team like why would you do that you know and and jalen brown like he was the best guy on that team i think at least in the finals because because tatum tatum straight up he vanished he -hmm. disappeared And, and 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 maybe a lot of it was wiggins defense i think certainly had a but, you know, this and that was, I think, was where their, their youth and then the experience showed up because like he he's straight up the last like three or four. He just kind of, you know, there's that uh, gif of uh, that kid like he, he goes peace and like he kind of vanishes like like ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that yeah. Was it, man. He just he disappeared, man. I don't yeah. know. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy to watch. But thank I was happy for it. But I was like, wow, that guy just faded away. But Jalen Brown, every game. He was he he would have been their MVP, I think. And to yeah. talk about like you, you're right. If that was a legitimate thing, like he should be pissed off, and like that could be damaging for them to like if they're really thinking of like trading him for KD. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, because it would also include, you know, they're talking about you know the Celtics want to include Derek White, but the Nets they want Marcus Smart, sure, and sure. you know a couple other pieces. And picks. So, you know, me personally, it's like, I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, I personally don't want KD, even though we've lost some guys. Uh, I think we've picked up some guys. And I think the the young guys, I, I think you just need like one or two of them to make a decent leap, you know, whether, yeah. and I'm throwing pool into that category too. Yeah. If it's pool or Kaminga or Moody or Wiseman, you just need one or two of them to make a significant leap. They'll all improve. But if, yeah, if one or two, like, actually, like, whoa, if somebody shows out the way Jordan Poole did, um, if any of those, like, three lottery picks, then it's a whole nother story. But, you know, with the Celtics, I agree. It's like you just won the Eastern Conference. And, yes, yeah. maybe you would have lost to the Bucks, Or, yes, you just eked by the heat. But you got there and you had a chance. And you added some some vets. You added Malcolm Brogdon. You added yeah. Yeah. Gallinari, no, so you book. have yeah. more firepower. And the thing to me, it's like, you know, it's funny, right? Because as fans of a team, uh, you live with that team. You know, you're here yeah. for net, from right. the beginning of your fandom till the day you die. Right. And GMs and front office people and coaches, they have contracts. They have limited time, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like. You know, this is like the Stan Van Gundy thing in Detroit. And I've referenced this before. You remember how Van Gundy was up for the Warriors coaching job. He interviewed before Steve Kerr, but he also wanted like GM duties. And mm. that was like a no-no. Yeah. And so 
he went away. We hired Kerr and uh, he went off. Van Gundy went off to Detroit, traded for Blake Griffin because he wanted to make a splash. That's kind of like an old school mentality. It's like make right, a splash right. win. And right. he, he screwed that Detroit Pistons team after he got fired, after he left. They just left wandering. And luckily they've come back with some great draft picks, but it took a while, right? So to me, it's like, you know, if you look at a team like the Celtics, it's like, oh, if you get KD, then you are like by far the favorites. Right. But is that really really worth it because as we talked about the dude is 34 he's you know i'm not even talking about the achilles he's had some some knee stuff because you know uh freak accidents and stuff but still if you kind of gut your team a little bit lose brown lose smart lose maybe another guy or two then your depth is is lacking and yes you still have those guys you picked up but like they're not gonna bring you the the title per se you know i'd rather you know like to me that's just a a big big gamble that i think like an organization could make but because they're like oh we need to get this title you know we need to get number 18 and we're so close and they just want to get that one but i feel like fortunate that the warriors they have a little more foresight and and they can see the long view and they have the players to do that so sorry that's a long-winded way of me saying I definitely wouldn't do that trade, no. you know, especially no. if you have to give up Marcus Smart. Uh, but like, it could all be smoke and mirrors just to drive KD's price up. You know, me personally, I hope KD doesn't get traded. I want to see what happens. Right. No, totally. And if Kyrie oh. goes back too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think you're right. I think it is uh, probably them just trying to drum up some uh, a little interest or something because I, I can't imagine that that would be a a real uh, consideration because you know, honestly. Uh, you know, Boston's uh, rotation was already uh, r- really short, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, if you're going to be losing that many guys, and then you're just down to like your starters, basically. And then, then just like a garbage bench, it's like that's not going to win a championship. And I think that's yeah. the mentality that we see that like people think stars win championships. It's like, no, I mean, it's good to have stars, but it's the team, like the whole team, like six through eight, who also mm-hmm. like guys who like they make the little contributions that, but that, that matter, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the big reasons why the Warriors beat the Celtics because we had a long, you know, a longer rotation. We had more guys that we could get out there, you know? Right. You right. Know, which, up. which is funny, which is funny because everybody before this, the finals was like the, the Celtics are deeper. To be the case. Yeah. Because especially because the guys I think who, who they thought were going to show up didn't show up yeah. for whatever reason. And you know? where's the, the game plan to kind of nullify some of those? Dudes, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and also the the bright lights shook them for sure. And it's it's funny because I remember like the the Spurs series. Um, what was it? Twenty thirteen was that? Twenty thirteen? Twenty twelve? Twenty thirteen? Where the Warriors lost in like the second round after they beat mm-hmm. the Nuggets or something? I always talk about how like the Tim Duncan Spurs would always just kind of lull the Warriors and then just beat them, right? Yeah, and yeah. It's fascinating because that's how I see these games. And it's like, I love the fact, like I really cherish the fact that like we are that team now. This almost <laughs> inevitability that may not win, but they're sure going to put like a run on you. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, like it's the other guys who are the young guys who need to learn how to win. But on the KD thing, man, it's like if you're Tatum, and, and I've said this too, like, Tatum, he's young. He can still 
obviously improve, but yeah. he didn't prove to me that he's that guy. You already talked about how he kind of uh, pieced out in the yeah. finals. Yeah, yeah. And but if you're trying to be that guy, KD isn't going to help <laughs> you become that right. guy. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's true. It's I wouldn't true. want that if I if if I'm him no, personally. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be a step in the wrong direction. All right. Well, that was part one. Tune in for part two coming up soon. This has been another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. You can find Fio everywhere on the internet at Fio Chin, F-E-O-C-H-I-N. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tune in to our YouTube channel if you watch these episodes on YouTube. Be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen to the Oakland Warriors podcast. It's produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. And leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That would be hugely helpful and is always, always really, really appreciated. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. <laughs>